Hey guys, welcome to the Glow in the Dark Pajamas series finale. We are the Nerds in Pajamas, and today we're bringing you this episode from a galaxy far, far away. It's been a long time coming, and we're here to talk about Star Wars. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> guys, um, let's open it up. Let's go right back to where it all started. Episode 4, release order. Let's go. What are your thoughts? Episode 4, let's go. Who shall I pass it to? See, Chris? See, I still don't like calling it Episode 4. To me, it, it is still Episode 1, A New Hope. That's, that's where it all started, like you said. That's my introduction to it. And yeah, that's it, where the obsession starts. It didn't, it didn't get episodes till uh, after Empire, did it? Till he started fucking with about with it all. <laughs> 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 but no, my, my first introduction, like I said, is A New Hope. I think I had the video. I think it was bought it for one Christmas um, and was just obsessed with it from there. So I had it on video the last time it was released before it got edited to the, the new remake. Sort yeah. Of. So that's where I fell in love with it. And I still maintain they are the, the best versions. I think that's an, an argument that yeah. we're probably yeah. having yeah. anyway. <laughs> but I just, I just could not stop watching it as a kid over and over and over again. And still to this day, I watch it over and over again about you guys. Like, where did it jump um, on? I like the film. I'm not the biggest fans of the film. Um, yeah, I always... I, we had them as a kid. Uh, we had the... Do you want to have the Darth Vader box set? No, I, I had... The, oh, the, you had the, the original three? I had three different videos in like a blue blue box with like sort of red writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I think I, yeah, I had the three. And the, yes. the, the, the front covers were sort of... Um, illustrated yeah the, the, the posters weren't yes, they yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah i had those so ones. we had so obviously we we'd seen the the og ones uh before they got re-edited and re-released uh but we had bought them quite late so we've got i think empire strikes back and star wars new hope as the original but then we went out because we didn't have return of the jedi and then at, at that time it was re-released time we took us ages to buy it so we then had the the box the gold or the silver. gold box yeah, yeah. so we've had silver oh, so we've had silver. I definitely had a gold one. Yeah, there was. Two. I can't remember why the difference it was actually. I think one was, was it... DVD. Was one DVD? No, 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 DVD so, no they're all point. VHSs. But I think one of them had like uh, extra scenes in it, or extended editions, or yeah, I, know, I, I think I had commentary. that one as well. The gold ones were definitely the ones with the extra scenes in. Yeah, they yeah. got released in the cinema. It was like yeah. a very kind of like tall rectangular box yeah, with a yeah, sleeve yeah. that came down over yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, with like Darth Vader's half yeah, face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I'd grown up with them. I'd watched them loads of times. But this is how dumb I am. I didn't know it was three films for ages. I thought it was just one long film, really long film. Um, because to be fair, though, as a kid, if you start watching Star Wars, they do kind of follow on quite well. Yeah, it's a trilogy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's just solved that then. Podcast yeah. over, guys. Yeah, it's not um, going. But no, for me, I, I didn't realize it was, I, I thought it was a TV show for ages. Um, and then I was like, it was, and that was when I was like really young. And then as I got up to about like 10, 11, I was like, oh, actually, it's three films. So that's how long it took me to realise it was three fucking films. Oh, dear. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I, it's one of these things. I, I can never remember the point where I latched onto Star Wars. It seems like it's always been about. Um, and well it, well, it has for our lives. Well, it, yeah, yeah. Of, of course, of course. Um, but I, I can't remember my first time. Oh, really? And I, I, I even thinking back, who can anymore? Let's be <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, it, it's always been like with toys, with games. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's always been a part of my life. And 
I again, I can never remember which. I don't think it was a, a, a New Hope that I saw first. Okay. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was Return of the Jedi. Oh, um, okay. I had a tendency to do that when I was younger and kind just of just watch it the wrong way ju- around. Just whatever was put on ITV at the time and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, later on they started doing like Star Wars months and doing the whole kind of yeah. saga. Um. But yeah, and I kind of latched onto it, and then you kind of go back, you get the videos, and you watch them, watch them in sequence. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you're quite right. It's, a New Hope was a little bit. Let's. I'm going to say a little bit boring. What? No, 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 no. no. Compared. It's the spikes. The spikes <laughs> yeah. breaking up in here, guys. <laughs> Do your shit, guys. No, Let's no, games no. here. I, I have, I, you know, I went, to, I went to uni and I did uh, media studies and studied film and narrative and all that kind of thing. Um, it is, it's a flawless narrative. It's that kind of tried and tested adventure story. Yeah. We're going on an adventure. We've got your traditional hero, your sidekick, your your mentor, and yeah, all yeah. these different character tropes. And that's why it's so successful because it follows this like Russian theorists um, character definition, all that kind of bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it it does you know it works. Hence why like the later films kind of ripped it off and it worked so well. Um, but when you compare it to my favorite, which I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit now, but I much prefer Empire because yeah. I think there's such a lot more that happens in that compared to to uh, a new home yeah yeah um like you don't really kind of get any action like major action until the kind of first lightsaber duel and you think all oh, right it's gonna kick off now we've got mm-hmm. a jedi versus darth vader this big badass and then the lightsaber duels just a little bit kind of lackluster like it just kind of look whacking each other's swords <laughs> a little bit um and that that kind of disappointed me a little bit um, and you don't really see any major Jedi action until the end of um, Empire. Yeah. Um, so hence why that kind of, I favour Empire over A New yeah, Hope. Yeah, I can see that. But for me, A, a New Hope is like, as a kid, that's what it brought me into it. At that, at, at that age, I wasn't bothered about, like you say, movie pace. I was just <laughs> like, oh my God, he's got a blue sparkly sword. I freaking love. But it's, it's just like, it, it was a good introduction to the whole star wars universe i think it that's what stuck me in the most it wasn't just the storyline it was the whole the jedi the alien species the planets the spaceships and some the stormtroopers the stormtroopers they were always been obsessed with stormtroopers it's when you see them uh from the high angle shot when they're in the hangar and you just see the vast numbers of them you're like yeah oh my days that always used to get me the again re-watching it now you can see that it's not perfectly filmed, no. But it's really good. It is really well filmed. For, yeah. Like even now, like I think I watched rewatched them with the other half not too long ago because she'd never seen them and she, she refused to see them because they were space. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we uh, we watched them and and even she said she's like actually they they hold up quite well. Well, yeah. If you rewatch them now, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a trick to the mind because yeah. that's not actually what they were when we first no, saw them because no, 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 there's really... like cardboard cutouts in some of the scenes and stuff. But mm-hmm. they just did that out for now and like. You need to. You can't watch the original cut anymore, which is a shame because I know yeah. loads of people want it. But I think you would be like, okay, it's not held up as well no. as I thought. Yeah, I was in a similar situation to you. Like my other half hadn't seen Star Wars, and I said, right, you you need to watch it. Um, and we went kind of 
cinematic release as yeah. you should. Um, oh, so what, and, why did you choose to go cinematic release for? Just because that's the like Correct that's way. the yeah, yeah like it's a it's a story that's being told and it was deliberately released in that order. Um, I know there's arguments for watching it in numerical in in numerical order, but like that whole again the end of empire you i mean i know i know there's the spoilers out there i think even my missus knew like who darth vader was mm. um but it's that's the way it was intended yeah. and that it was written to yeah. kind of drop those bombshells in that order yeah because you wouldn't you wouldn't be bothered about the phantom menace a story about anakin a little boy because it'd be like who's this person yeah you don't you only care about anakin you know he's going to be dark yeah. yeah because of the, well, that, that was the one originals. of the, the there was two reasons why i made her watch it in that order and one of them was because you know it's it's done in that way for a reason right you can call it numbers whatever you want to call it but as you just said like no one cares about like you didn't you wouldn't care about anakin at all you'd just be like, okay so who's this guy <laughs> or was this kid and then when, but when you know he's Darth Vader, then there's a bit of intrigue. There's a bit yeah, of interest. You want to know when he's going to turn. And the other reason I didn't watch it in numerical order because I think watching C, uh, CGI. So you watch. In all fairness, I always think the prequel CGI's are really bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's atrocious, and I think you're going to watch that. Then you're going to go to, to be fair, okay CGI and not a lot of CGI. And then to the newer ones, I think it's going to be jarring to watch that. Yeah, that order. There's a shot I like to uh, to revert back to. Um, there's a comparison between um, Battlefront Two on yeah. PlayStation and a shot of Phantom Menace. Both of Theed aerial shot, and the one on the PlayStation looks better than the one they released <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which it's mind-boggling. Yeah, there was just so much CGI in the, the prequels. More practical effects in the originals and mm. the sequels now. There's yeah. More, but yeah, it was they're, they're a different looking at them. Yeah, very different. So, so what, what like milestones in, in like Star Wars film, the first one, what milestones of that film really hit out for you? What do you remember most about that film? For me, the biggest ones are is Luke and Han in the Stormtrooper outfit on the rescue. Yeah. yeah. That one always when they're in the the, the trash compactor. Yeah, that's yeah. A, a massive scene. The trench run, I think, is one again another bit of the film that it almost feels in my head. It almost feels like two films, A New Hope. Yeah, like when when they're they're on the Death Star and they escape, and then when they go to the trench run and blow it up, it's it could almost be two different films because it, it does like a massive jump of his is a no one. And or then it suddenly is a badass type. Or like, it could be like a TV show. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I, I, I can see what you mean because there is quite a big jump from I'm on a farm. I'm not doing a lot. I don't know anything to, okay, I can now use the force. I'm now piloting a, an X-Wing and I've just destroyed the, the most badass weapon <laughs> in the universe. But there's got to be other masks. What I mean for you guys, what, what does it stick out for you? Um, I, I always think back like one of the, even now, one of the big standout moments is that can, the cantina scene. Oh um, yeah. When he cuts off his yeah, arm. Cause you, yeah. You've got the music and it's kind yeah. of like, the, <laughs> um, and then he's kind of at the bar and he's like, do you want to buy some death sticks? He's like, no, go away. And then he starts and he's like, Phew. Oh, these are the death. Is the death sticks? No, like, death sticks is the seat. Is the prequel. No, right. That's it's episode, the, yeah, that's it's episode like, two. My friend doesn't. My like friend you. doesn't yeah. like you. I don't like <laughs> you either. 
Yeah, they tried to mirror it in uh, in episode two, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that kind of scene, the cantina, um, is very iconic. Um, as you said, the the trash compactor and the trench run, um, and just the music where he's looking at the suns on top of the hill. Yeah, that's very like mm. impacted. Not a lot's happening there. He's literally just looking into the distance, brooding. But yeah. again, that's a really powerful shot that sticks in my mind. But I that's co- the music. Yeah, that... I mean, well, John Williams, yeah, like, yeah. hero. Um, but that kind of comes back and it mirrors it a few times. Yeah, doesn't it? It's yeah. kind of that soft, like, yeah. Na, 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 just all, yeah. Na, yeah. Just so catchy. I've always loved that. It always sparks a little tear in the eye. <laughs> Very emotional. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Not even in our galaxy, man. Calm down. <laughs> Crying about aliens. <laughs> for me, it's the. Oh, sorry, Ad, have you got any more? Uh, no, no, over to you, man. Um, so for me, there's like three. And you've mentioned two of them. The compactor scene. Yep. Go to. So that that whole scene leading into the compactor scene and the jokes that Leia and Han have between each other yeah, yeah. always gets me. And the other one is the cantina scene. Yeah. But the other one that I have um, is them escaping uh, where he's got a, like, where you've got like, uh, they're on different levels and the stormtroopers trying to get them and the blast doors have shut. Oh, uh, where, where Obi Wan's just died, and they're sort of yeah, running on well, just, be, just before he's died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. I don't know why I always remember that. I always remember the because you can see the stormtroopers trying to. The door only opens a little bit for him. Yeah, and they're underneath trying to shoot underneath the door. Yeah. And I was like, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> like, you're not going to get them, but I'd do the same. <laughs> Give thing. it a go. Yeah, and they do the whole swing across the the, the missing bridge, and then, yeah. I don't know why I always remember that. Again, that's a massive moment in the film. I think mm. that's always like a shot that you're going to remember is the, the rope bridge swing and and hand talking on the on the communications, like cracking the jokes. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, just, it's just <laughs> such a memorable film all the way through. He's like, yeah, we're we, we're custom trolling, and he just ends up shooting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why it's good. It's it's well paced. I think the first film as well. It's got serious moments. Mm. It's got a little bit of comedy. Got camaraderie building. Got like the the, the 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 feeling of like you're part of the team when they all join together yeah. and become part of the rebellion. It's got a weird chess game. Yeah, it's got a weird chess game that nobody knows the rules of. It feels to me like you as um when you're playing a, a an RPG on your console, yeah. like you start off with your your hero and then you meet somebody and then your team kind yeah, of grows. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is it is your classic three act film. You've got yeah. your, your start when you're on Tatooine, then your Death Star, your Death Star escape, and then. Uh, yeah, kind of final act, and there's just always something new as the film goes on. It's yeah. not stuck in one place. They're always moving from different areas to different places, mm. introducing new characters. Even if those characters are only in there to, like, say, buy a drink and get their arm cut off, they're there, and it's just. And that trench run's quite a. I just re- remembering that in my head, remembering that trench scene, that that trench run thing is quite good. To be fair, isn't it? Yeah, um, is really really good it's like a really good like <laughs> war film yeah that's just turned into like a family-friendly space movie. yeah it's re- and like and when you hear like oh that to be fair that always used to quite scare me the whole darth vader uh chasing him as a yeah. kid and when he's there and he like, he like turns a toggle on top of it on the top of his con- uh, controller thing i'm um, like he's playing an xbox or something <laughs> yeah um that always used to i don't know why it used to scare me because he's there and he's so i think what used to scare me about is he's so chill the whole time yeah. vader he's not angry he knows he's going to get him. And I was like, that used to baffle me and scare me all in the same time. I was like, I'd be raging. He's not. He knows he's more than likely going to get him. And I was yeah. Like, but that's what, that's what was so scary about Vader. Like he, 
he always kept his cool and if he did lose his shit then he'd just choke you with his mind yeah <laughs> like <laughs> and he'd just choke you with his mind and considering he's been on this on the screen like not that that not that much in the film. Yeah. He's got quite a high body count all the way through the yeah. film. <laughs> That's why it's quite scary. Yeah. Um, should we move on to Empire? Yes. I think I think like Aid said, I think this is most people's favourite. I think it is for it is for me as well. It wasn't when I was a kid. It is now though. Yeah, I think you appreciate it more as a and I, I think as a kid mine was probably Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now it's definitely Empire. Oh, it was the Ewoks, man. They're just yeah, cool, in there. Especially the one that looks like a humbug. So <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, he was cool. I, I just keep recording this, the debate that they have on um, Clerks, the Kevin Smith. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. Where like, Dante's like, well, Empire just is a, like, it's real life. It's a series of downers. Like, Luke <laughs> gets his hand cut off. Um, he gets, fro- hand gets frozen in carbonite. Um, Lando betrays him. It's yeah. just a series of downers, like what real life's about. <laughs> um, and, and Return's just about cuddly bears. Cuddly bears. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, like you look at the opening scene of that, like that's one that's one of my most like iconic Star Wars moments. Mm-hmm. Um the the Battle of Hearth. Yeah. Um you've got the ATAT walkers, you've got the snow speeders. Yeah, like, one one of the best vehicles I think is the snow speeders in the ATAT. Yeah. yeah, I just love them for some reason. Like they're not even like space vehicles, but like no. they're, they're they're cool. They're cool. Yeah. Are that that uh, is it a Wampa? Yes. Yeah, that used to. Oh, the monster. Yeah, the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that used to freak me out. Yeah, because he was just he's just massive in there. Like the scale of that compa- in comparison to Luke. Yeah, from, from memory from like. The original untampered film you barely see him do you, no, you see you see an arm and a bit of a face don't you and then he just gets dragged off yeah yeah um but that i i forgot for ages that that scene existed um was anyone i went back and rewatched them that you see that and then he obviously han puts open one of the the tantans yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna call him a kangaroo thing <laughs> um <laughs> you see i'm not the biggest star wars nerd uh so yeah the tantan he, he you know cuts him open and he, you know Get him in there to got keep him. And to be fair, that as a scene is quite gr- grim. Yeah, because all fair. the guts fall out and, and he just shoves sh- him in. Yeah, straight away within the first, what, 15, 20 minutes of the film, there's loads of blood. Yeah. There's loads of blood. It's more gory, yeah. And you you look, you compare that to the Star Wars film, the first one, A New Hope. There's like no blood in that film at all. No, there's no, there's barely any blood in any of the Star Wars films. But yeah, what I'm saying is, is like the whole of, we go through a whole Star Wars New Hope. There's no blood. There's not many deaths either. And in the first 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes, we get blood. They've got a wampa chewing on someone's arm. He's ripped something <laughs> yeah. apart. We have Han opening I up a tauntaun. I don't think it's actually, like, it looks gory, but it's not red. It's, it's like, not red. They're white. Oh, no, and no, no. Like, they look like slugs. When yeah. So it, I think it kind of gets around the, the senses that way. You do go, ooh. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a bit yeah. gross. Yeah. And then he's like, it's going to smell bad. Should yeah, and in there. Something completely in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. But that 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 as an opening, I quite I used to like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But you freaked me out a little bit as a kid, but I used to like it. Yeah, no, but but Empire again is, is a great film. Again, another one that jumps about the place, but the storyline moves and evolves so so well. Yeah, yeah, and it's the introduction to arguably one of the best characters ever, Boba Fett. Yoda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there could have been so many. Yeah. Boba Fett, Lando, yeah, <laughs> a Wampa. A Wamp- yeah, there are there are some good characters in Empire, but Yoda. We me and my brother used to say that Yoda looked like Anna. <laughs> uh, I went to all of the ones. She was not impressed. Bet she was thrilled with that. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, where? Like Yoda, Nan. 
then we have to show her. <laughs> not happy. Did she say, happy. impressed, I am not. <laughs> no, we should go. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, the whole Dagobah. The, yeah. The whole, tra- like, the training. Well, just, just, just when, you, when, you, when you meet Yoda, it's like, because it, Luke's on his way at the end of Star Wars, isn't he? The, the, one of the last scenes in the film is him going, going off. to Dagobah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's heard about something which you don't see. But he knows something. And then you get there and straight away you're in this absolute crap hole of a planet. Oh no, sorry, he gets told he gets told after he, he wakes up from the Tonton attack by Ben. He gets told oh, by Ben it? in the snowstorm it's during to, to, go the, yeah. to, to go to Dagobah. He so, gets like a, he gets okay. like a vision. So during the escape and the evacuation of Hoth, um Oh Ben's shit, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what that's what you, you need to you need to go and search out Master ah, Okay, because he's at the end of Empire that he's off on his journeys again before return. He um, Why am I making shit up? No, the, the end of the end of Empire is when uh, Luke and Leia are looking out the window, and that's so why I'm making shit up. Then he's lost, he's lost his hand, and he's just he's, his just, hand, recovered, he's just recovered. And he's kind of like, oh, that's not his favourite hand, because um, <laughs> <laughs> that new one looks quite. Sharp. <laughs> that, that's just taking me back to you know the Family Guy when they take take the the Mick out of um, Empire. Oh yeah. And he's just he's just got his robot hand, and he's like, "Be careful with that, or it'll rip your dick off." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's out looking at the um, out at space. So they see Lando fly off yeah. with the Falcon, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just cuts to credits, and it just cuts to credits because there's a bit oh, of a time, there. there's a bit of a time jump between there is the, between between Empire and Jedi. I think yeah, it's, I think it's three years. Yeah, because he's gone back and completed his train, hasn't he? At that yeah, point. so the hands in carbonite for a couple of years, and they've been looking for him, and that's when they get a jet. Oh, okay, then I'm changed it. But yeah, so when we meet Yoda, you you like firstly you like okay, this is going to be the the quirky sidekick because he's all like, oh, food you give me and all this crap, <laughs> yeah. and then he turns out to be actually and that bump a badass mother trucker, <laughs> and you're like, actually that's cool because yeah. he he starts off just being a nobody. He's proper mugging him off, isn't yeah. he? To start yeah. With? And then he then he takes a stick and starts. Bear in mind, he could probably crush R two D two, yeah, with his ears. Starts whomping on him. Yeah, he's just like, "Yo," gets his granny stick and just starts whacking away. Like, Fair <laughs> play, dude. You know, I, I I can beat you with my mind, but let's have a physical brawl first. Yeah. Fair play. And that whole scene is quite, for me, one of my memorable scenes. Like, don't get me wrong. In Empire, any any scene can be a memorable one. Yeah, there's loads. And uh, the whole going to. Um, Lando's crib. Uh, what's it called? Best Cloud City. There we go. Yeah. One of you would knew that. I knew one of you was going to know that. <laughs> um, going to like Lando's crib. The whole that whole shooting when Han shoots Vader. Yeah. Big scene. Um, when you know Han's getting tortured. Another oh, big yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one that I always remember. Obviously Han being put in a carbonite. Luke turning up. The whole uh, fight between Darth Vader and Luke. The hand chopping off, and then. And the, the one of the, the two ones I always remember is the, the Dagobah and when Luke falls and, oh, he's like, yeah. and he's like holding on on those like aerials. Yeah. Going down in all those like, like slides. And yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. Like, so, yeah. Some look, look like someone from the Labyrinth. Um, yeah. That, that, that is my like, because I always put myself in that situation. Of, what would I do if I fell? Well, I'd die. <laughs> yeah. I'd be absolutely shitting bricks. Because it, it is what you said earlier, right? It's about the whole, it's one thing after another thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just had his hand cut off, and then he just let go of this aerial, and he falls, goes down a pole, a pipe, cool, and then lo and behold, when he stopped, the pipe door opens, yeah, and he falls again. 
and he's just grasping onto this like like a coat hanger like yeah. a <laughs> yeah. with one hand. Well, one hand, yeah. And then he, he, he to be fair, he, he does look like a hamster went after uh, Darth Vader's got his hand off that yeah, uh, scene. Yeah. You really, he's like, and you're like, all right, look. Um, that's you, a bad good scene, though. He didn't know it was a good scene, but you, you do want to be like, you're an ugly cryer. Please <laughs> stop. So there's a moment where um, he's kind of halfway through his training, and he goes into that cave. Which is where uh, Vader comes. Yeah, yeah, the, and he, he, yeah, yeah, and he sees he sees Vader, and he encounters him, and he kind of strikes him with his lightsaber, and his head comes, his helmet comes off, and then it kind of bursts open, and you see, like Luke sees himself, and like at that moment, like as as a child, that was like, what's going on here? Like, what what what? That was like, yeah, it's quite a trippy scene as a kid. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, obviously, oh, it still is, boy. <laughs> obviously, when in the kind well, of I was always harsh. I was wrong. Made perfect when, sense to me. When it reveals it later on that he's his dad, um, then that whole scene makes sense, or he does now as an adult looking back. Um, but like back then, it was like, you know, again as you said, it was trippy. It's like, what's going on here? Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's more like now if he goes down the path of the dark side, this is what it becomes. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of so it's kind like, of... there's loads of things you can say that it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I. I went down to to London to see um, Empire at Secret Cinema. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and you know, you've just blown that now, haven't you? Not much secret now. <laughs> well, you can't Thanks. get in. You can't get in there. They they do it. Um, I don't know whether you know, but for those that don't know, they. Well, just give them the secrets, <laughs> why don't you? Sorry, go on. Um, twice a year they do uh, two productions, and one's like entirely secret, and then they do a, a Secret Cinema presents. And they tell you what it is and they send you out codes. And um, once you've signed up, they'll send you emails. So I was getting emails off the, the Rebel Alliance for a long time telling me this is your your uh, Rebel code name and this is your role. And I had to go in specific clothing to represent a specific type, uh, a oh, specific right, character. And when we got there, we essentially lived through A New Hope and experienced A New Hope with real life actors around the scene that's fun um to the point where we kind of went into a an auditorium and on the screen you could see uh, a hangar and then when we were all sat down it took off and like you were above london and there were like star destroyers kind of firing upon you that's cool um we hit light speed and we were like cheering the pilot it was fantastic <laughs> um and then we landed in uh, moss isley and then you kind of left the the auditorium and you were on Tatooine. They built Tatooine inside a, a big hangar. Um, and this, like this thing, is one of my my all time favorite Star Wars experiences. Like me and my brother were kind of um, dicking about around Tatooine, dressed as Jedi, <laughs> um, to the point where you, you had you you were told to take certain things, and you had to kind of the first role was to trade yourself trade passage off Tatooine. So we were mucking around for ages. Um, and we kind of met Obi-Wan who taught us, uh, the, the Jedi mind trick and, um, Josh was stealing, um, parts of circuitry off the Jawas. Like he was trying to trade with them and they were talking to him in their language and he kind of went around the back of their stall, nicked some of their stock and then sold it back to them. So he kept kind of doing this, doing this a few times. So he got some coin, coin to trade off. Um, <laughs> But anyway, we ended up getting we ended up going into this prison cell, 
and Josh tried this the Jedi mind trick on this weird, creepy ass looking alien lady. And she said it only works on the weak minded. So she locked him up. I ducked into the other side of this open cell. I was like, what am I trying to look for and try and break him out? She ended up locking me up as well for being a dickhead. <laughs> um, so we were trapped in prison for ages. And then, lo and behold, who comes and gets thrown in the cell with us? Han Solo. Oh, okay. Chewbacca gets put in a cell across the way. They're arguing. The stormtroopers are kicking off. Next thing we know, Chewbacca's ripped the, the door off his cell and he's like, he's rescued <laughs> us. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> um, so we finally managed to trade ourselves off, going with Han Solo and kind of uh, booked passage off on a, a passenger ship to Alderaan. <laughs> and then uh, you kind of take off and do another video flight scene and uh, the pilot's going, We've hit an asteroid field, and me and Josh are like, oh, "That's no moon." <laughs> um, and then you end up on the you end up on the Death Star, and they take you in, and they, you have to kind of escape the Death Star, and then you sit down and you watch they seat you, and you watch Empire, and oh, as cool. it's as it's on the big screen, um, there are people acting out scenes around you. So, it's like, what's up, what's going on there is happening in different parts. That's pretty cool. It's fantastic. Does it still happen? It does, but they pick a different film. I don't know whether like Star Wars will come back around again. Because originally when you started it, I was going to like add loads of jokes to take the piss out of it. Um, but actually, it was really it's cool. Like, it was really good, yeah. I was like, I'd like to see that. That's no, like an it, escape room flash. It of. was. It was such a good, immersive experience. I mean, like most of my Star Wars experiences come from games, role-playing games, where I take on a yeah, role yeah, of a yeah. character. And I, I really didn't think I'd get on with this. My brother's the actor, the theatrical one. I thought it'd be a bit weird. But you just kind of get on with it. And the more people that come in after you, you then become the characters and oh, you're okay. interacting with more people that come in. It's, it, That's clever. I like it's that. That's incredible. Cool. I'd love to do something like that. That's wicked. So if anyone knows of anything happening, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. But um, where are we? Yeah, Empire anyway. <laughs> I've gone off on a massive tangent. No, it's good. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of one of my... Uh, <laughs> One of my biggest kind of Star Wars geeking out moments. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, shall I throw it at you? Yeah, you I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Empire. Just, just the film itself. Just going back. There's just again so many powerful moments. And you are right that it is just one bad thing after the other. The characters have a terrible time in this one. Luke loses hand. Hands in a block of ice. What carbonite even? <laughs> Leia's just sort of bumming around, not having the greatest time. C3PO gets blown to bits and gets carried around by Chewbacca. Han's been tortured all the way through it, and Lando's just been manipulated into betraying everyone. But it's just such a good can we, can, movie. Can we just go on to that? On How to which many one? people hated Lando straight away? I don't think I hated oh, Lando. Mate, I hated him straight. Away. I was like, prick. Like, <laughs> he's a douchebag. And then, like, like when it happened, like, the first time I'd seen it, and I was like, you could have given the heads up. You could have done something. Yeah, couldn't because they were there first. There might have been, but you just go, oh, well, they're not going to come here, mate. See you later. On jog. Um, have a look. <laughs> have you seen this aerial? I <laughs> just pushed him <laughs> off. Um, but for ages in that film, before he actually starts to help, you're like, what a tool. I did not like Lando to begin with. Like, straight away, he was kind of like hitting on Leia. Yeah. Very, very up. sleazy. Yeah. And like, like, she's here with Han. Like... And to be fair, there are little, there are little like sections of the scenes. Where he is a bit with that bald guy who's got the the thingy around his head. Yeah. Um he's been a bit weird with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see that? And like straight away you're like, he's shady, this guy is. And then obviously he gets he gets yeah. better. He, he turns into a, a nice Lando. 
Um, but when I first seen that, I was like, yeah, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> Another thing we've forgotten about um, Empire is like when they the Falcons escaped from Hoth and yeah. they're uh, avoiding the the Imperials. Um, that whole like m- where they go into the meteorite and they land oh, and yeah. then there's that kind oh, of yeah, whole yeah. big like space worm type thing. Yeah, there's like a whole backstory to that yeah. space worm, isn't there? Like, for some reason, I can't remember what it is, but there's a whole <laughs> yeah, a whole like it, it's not it's not why is there? It's not a a massive part of it, but it's still like one of the things that kind of sticks out in my mind. Of uh, like they're there and they have to go out and they're like this floor is squishy yeah, and they yeah. shoot it and it starts rumbling. Um, but it, I suppose it kind of expands on more of like the the wider universe, doesn't yeah. it? But it's it's the first introduction as well, so the sort of the franchise, the the proper lightsaber duel, the first mm. one between Luke and Vader, and it was a good one where, where he loses a hand. Yeah, yeah, it's a really powerful. And you feel a bit bad for Luke as it's happening because he's just getting overpowered. He's just like, no, he gets look, again beaten. Yeah, yeah. And like we talk, we talk about like Darth Vader just being always chill. He's just lobbing stuff at him. <laughs> like yeah, he's just walking. Gentle as you like towards him. You know, have a table, have that little pipe work, crack on with that, mate. Throws him out a window, just battering yeah. one, literally with one hand, yeah. not just like smack. smack, he, smack. Like, symbolically, he's just saying, oh, mate, you are still not on my level. Yeah. A good look, love. Um, and then obviously, he has a bad day. Yeah. Because there's part of the fight where Luke is literally hiding under the stairs and in different areas because he's not going to win. But it's such a good fight, though. Oh, no, it is, yeah. Because you. You think at one point he's 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 gonna pull someone out the bag. He doesn't, and then you realise very very quickly. Yeah, no, yeah, he ain't got nothing on him. He's out of his league. Yeah, yeah. But that that's why it's so good because usually in a film, the hero will pull something out of the bag mm, and yeah. save the day. In this, that's handed to him and yeah. kick down a pipe. And you think you know back back then with these adventure stories and adventure films like. Your heroes, your good guys come out on top. Yeah. And in this, they don't. Yeah, Empire ends badly for everyone, yeah. really, basically. Well, imagine if that had been the last film. Like, like, that, that, that's not a typical film. Like, heroes yeah. always win, and they, they win nothing in that film. Yeah. Apart from the very first battle. But even with, like, your, your modern-day films, like, um, I was having a chat with Chloe about this recently, and there are very few films out there that have like a bad ending yeah like and they're mainly kind of like horror thrillery films yeah yeah. and ever so often you come across a film that leaves you feeling unsettled at the end you think yeah oh i kind of wish something else had happened or i feel really not disappointed with the film but like disappointed with you want to know what's happening next yeah but i think that's where the hype came from when they originally came out that they left people wanting more for, for years because what was mm. it between films like two three years on oh, the original yeah. release was it 77 was the first one yeah 77 then was it 81 or 80 there's a couple there's definitely yeah, a couple so. years between each of the original releases but you said that when you said that about that the film that ends badly like it was in the descent yeah i think that's the cave monster thing in it when yeah. they saw yeah yeah yeah, yeah that ends badly. <laughs> as soon as you said that i was like badly there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Anything else happening in Empire that we need? Well, there's to... just the, the introduction of like, Boba Fett. I mean, that again, that was yeah. one of my, my most favourite characters of all the bounty hunters. And anyone you know who's fat is called Boba Fett. Why? You never called a person fat who's like, like, like a horrible person. Not a nice person. Not a jolly person. You don't call jolly people Boba Fett. <laughs> you've never met like a fat person who's not very nice. You just go, I think you've got your wires crossed. <laughs> no. I never said Oh, no, no, but I'm thinking of Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Jabba the Hutt makes sense. <laughs> Big Bob, fat slug, yeah. Both of it was cool. Both um, bring that back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, yeah, I'm not I... the biggest Star Wars fan. I get names wrong all the time. Yeah, I'd forgotten that scene where they're like he's got all the like line, line, line of the band hunters. Yeah, yeah. Got like Bosk and all the other hunters as well. Love it. And that that droid. Does he make an appearance in uh, Mandalorian? I don't yes. think. I don't know if it's the same one, but it's definitely the same. Same kind of same sign. Yeah. Right? It might be actually. It could be. It, it could, could be, be, to be fair. Can't mem- I honestly can't remember. Mm. Both of it is cool, though. I quite like him. Um, now that I realise who he is. But, yeah. But but as an adult now, I think Empire is my favourite. It's got the intensity of a good film, good plot line. No dodgy gimmicks, which we'll come to in The Jedi in a minute. Which we, <laughs> I think we all know what Let, Let's be honest. We could do an episode. Oh, yeah. Easy. And I'm not saying it's not going to happen, <laughs> but it's not happening today. But but I think that does lead us nicely on to Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Which is, again, they're all a trilogy, but they all feel completely different films as well. Yeah. It's not like the Need for Speed franchise where it's just rinse, repeat, go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're, they've got their own identities, these three films. And this, this one feels more the action-adventure film. It's, it's not as deep with the drama there's a bit more novelty characters in there yeah not as suspenseful but there's a load more action i think to me yeah and i know how we said like the first one was uh, you like your three acts and it's got your your three distinctly different parts yeah in uh in return of the jedi i can just picture the the rescue off tatooine the whole kind of jabba's palace yeah. the um not the the sand kind of the, the, the barge, skiff the, the barge the bar- yeah, yeah, yeah. over the, the starlight um and then endor and then kind of endor slash death star yeah like it kind of happens at the same like yeah it happens it's happening at the same time yeah so it's kind of like a two-part rather than a three act yeah but i know you know if you, i break it down properly then you've got like the start of endor and then kind of the death star slash endor as you, you well if you look at all three like... films together it is like um a, a three act the each film is like a, the different act all return of the jedi is just resolution 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 I, I think that it is a three-part act jedi but you forget the bit in the middle where he just goes back to endor and uh, not endor to, to dagobah to see yoda and Yoda yeah. passes away and all that. Yeah. Just it, but that's more of the slow narrative reveal yeah, yeah, yeah. of Leia turns out well, to be his sister. Well, like I say, like it, it is all resolution from from a film perspective. Because if you look at it, the first the first resolution, what is the saving Han? Yeah, that's, that's so resolution get, one. Getting the crew back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the resolution of that because it was messed up in the first film, in the second film. Then you've got the resolution of going back to complete your training. Yeah, and then there is no more training because he's he, dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have the resolution after that of making the choice to go and confront your dad and yeah. them trying to stop the planet being blown up. And it is literally resolution, resolution, resolution. Yeah. Of we need to make sure this doesn't happen. And if you look at the, so if you look at it in order, your first one is setting the scene. Star Wars is setting the scene. And your second film is conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your third film has to be resolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think I, I, as a kid, uh, Return of the Jedi was always my favourite. Yeah, but humbug, uh, Ewok. Um, <laughs> but as I, as I as I've got older, it is it's changed more to Empire, because I quite like films that end 
badly. Yeah. And, and it, it seems more, it, seems, it sounds stupid, but it seems a more fuller film. Well, I, well, it's the end of the trilogy, so it did have to... No, I mean, to... Like, Empire seems more oh, of a yeah. film. But with Return of the Jedi, as you said earlier, it does feel a bit novelty. It, it, was, it was the... I do like the Ewok, but I think, I think it annoys a lot of people that a load of untrained teddy bears be highly skilled yeah, assassin it, empire recruits. They're highly skilled. They miss more than they Yeah, do. well, yeah. It doesn't quite add up, does it? No, um, they beat them with rocks and sticks and... They've all got laser guns and tanks. And yeah, you, like you're supposed to be armoured, you yeah. know, like, but they yeah. can hit you with one, a rock. One stick and you're dead, yeah. Like, fair enough if they set the, the tree trunk traps that kind of... Yeah, boom, Like, fair enough. But slingshots, like, it's... You kind of wanted a bit more guerrilla warfare, didn't you, yeah. in that fight? I mean, as a kid, that was probably one of my more favourite parts. That yeah. The, yeah. The little Ewoks saving the day. But l- looking back at that, it's like, oh, the little Ewoks have beaten the Empire. That's not supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> What's your, again, what's your most memorable part of the film? Ooh. I think, I think it's the, the, when they're on the barge where the lightsaber, R2-D2 fires out the lightsaber and mm. then Luke just destroys everybody. He's just, he's just there, isn't he? He's kind of like, he turns up, he's a different Luke. Yeah. He's dressed in black. He's very confident. He's got the yeah. calmness again. Yeah. You will let me in. You know, I'm offering you a trade. Yeah. This is your last. He's in handcuffs. This is your last chance. Yeah. Like, the rancor as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Like he's down in that pit. You've already seen him devour. That's like some game. Yeah. yeah. Um, he takes care of that. Um, and then like he's in handcuffs on the, the barge and he's like, this is your last chance. Surrender and we can end this peacefully. And he's like, just laughs at him. And then he kind of just, he just, does he give the salute? He the salute. He just <laughs> <drops>. <laughs> um, yeah. The lightsaber fires up and then all hell breaks loose. You yeah. know what I like? You know, have you ever met like a, an angry fat person? Have you ever called them Jabba the Hutt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've never called Not it Boba Fett. The face, no. <laughs> no, that's the face. Oh, yeah. No, but you said they look like them, though, don't you? Maybe. <laughs> Got the right character that time. Oosh. Joke still stands. <laughs> yeah. Jabba, what, what a good character. Like the whole Hutt cartel of these giant fat slugs that don't can't, look like they can't move anywhere, but ro- like rule the underworld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're on that kind of scene, um, Boba Fett, like he got done dirty, really underused. Um, and I think the whole kind of Star Wars fan base would agree. Accidentally gets knocked into the Sarlacc. He's bit. got a jetpack. How can he fall into anything? Well, does, like, doesn't his jetpack get smashed? It get it gets its hand isn't it? He turns around in arrow and knocks, knocks him. Yeah, and, and he get it fires off his jetpack, so it sets it off, and he lands in the pit, and he gets eaten. He gets done dirty. But luckily, the Mandalorian... Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, he's getting his own series. He's all alive and well. <laughs> they can bring that back. Do him justice. Yeah, it didn't digest him or something like that. Yeah, he, he, I can't he remember. The other end. He, he crawls out or something. I can't remember how it is. Like I said, he doesn't get digested. Or he manages to crawl out or something like that. Yeah, fought like. his way out from the inside. Yeah. Badass. Had his ship renamed and everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was a, a great scene. Again has more they've got more comedic route with return of the jedi i think there's a bit more comedy on that basis. yeah and i think kind of like touching back on like most of our other podcasts like he's he's done a deal and george lucas has got merchandising rights he is making millions from selling toys oh yeah so come return of the jedi anything cute cuddly that he can market to children oh yeah the 
the he's toys. We'll, pocketing we'll, what? we'll come back to the toys. I think <laughs> that's a, that's a big one for me. But I, I think, yeah, looking back in like Luke's got the green lightsaber, and that's so cool. And then in later life, you realise he's only got a green lightsaber because the blue one doesn't show up well on the green screen. I was screen. gonna say that. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> there was more story to that. Although wasn't that wasn't the hilt modelled after uh, Obi Wan? Yeah, that they, they 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 give it a backstory. Yeah, and they give it why he's got the green crystal and things like that. And that, I think they've put that in the the more modern DV, the Blu-rays. There's a scene there where he's in the cave making the lightsaber. <laughs> no way. So that, which is cool. quite cool. So I like that. I like that way where they can always if there's something in the films that they don't explain, there's now something. There's a law somewhere that will explain why I, that's happening. I realise J.K. Rowling wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I think with 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 Star Wars, it's kind of been picked up and carried by so many people. Yes, and with all of your expanded universe, there's different lore and plot lines and everything. So yeah. it kind of it's very very fractured, but it's such a huge kind of it's massive and it chops. It's changed because yeah. of the new films. But... Um, oh yeah, Christ! When Disney came in and every they kind of like retconned all of the expanded yeah, universe yeah, yeah, didn't they as soon as because it used to be at the end of return of the jedi you could get all the books all the comic books yeah. and the story would continue luke leia and han going off doing the rest of the missions and whatnot having kids marrying off whatnot yeah because didn't that there's um so I mean, like luke uh, like han and leia have got three kids J- was it jay janken or jaken solo is that yeah J- you got jana and jason are the twins and then yeah. you've got anakin anakin there's is an the anakin young, yeah he's yeah, the youngest yeah. son out of them um where did jack yeah um but yeah but so yeah like, jason, and then jason goes evil luke luke marries mara, mara jade, jade yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. oh dear me it's been a long time since yeah I'm... so all of that is retcon yeah <laughs> none of it the... <laughs> there's, there's like, a, like a rogue jedi called mara jade who's got like a purple lightsaber red-headed sort of related to my my window nope no 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 um but that's all. Did she get a purple lightsaber because she wanted to be spotted in the crowd by a painting? No, she got a purple <laughs> lightsaber. I think that should. I think she was before. Was she before the prequel? So. I'd oh. like to say yes. I, I think yes, but there's a. So I thought Mace Windu had the first purple one. In... He does in the films because he says, "I want a purple. I want a purple lightsaber, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he just like, "I want my parents to be able. To, I want my kids to be able to see me in the in the the massive fight." I just wanted a purple Isn't lightsaber that? thing. But I'm sure I'm sure the hilt of his lightsaber says bad badass motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because you can have that. Wow. If you're something like that, right. you can pull. And, and how we explain that is because back in the day, Mace Windu <laughs> went on his travels, found Earth, and found a little leather wallet. <laughs> yeah. Prize possession that was. Yeah. But going back to Return of the Jedi, first of all, before we get to <laughs> the rabbit hole. I think it ended so well as a film as well. As, a, as the end of the trilogy, I really wanted Vader to live when he takes off his helmet and he sort of com- comes back to the, the light side. Yeah, he's kind of redeemed himself. He's hasn't redeemed he? himself. He's, he's realised the error of his ways. And you're like, oh, live. And then he just doesn't. But how much of that scene where the, the em- Emperor finally kind of like you see him for what he is yeah. and he's absolutely shocking the hell out of Luke and you, you he, he's on the floor he's caring he's he's gonna die and then um like Vader just kind of just goes over to him just picks him up throws him down the hole like you realizes how manipulated he's being yeah like, well, before that you see just you see you see uh the Emperor's power really don't you because he's got he's got Luke who's this 
you know, new chosen one. He's got him on his arse. And he's got the old chosen one on his arse as well. Yeah, he does. He barely moves. He hasn't yeah. got a lightsaber to fight back with. He's literally fighting back bare hand. Mm. Well, he's got lightning, but <laughs> he's using his force powers to overpower both these younger Jedi. Yeah, yeah and he's just like, again, similar to what we said about Darth Vader earlier. He's very calm for most of it. Yeah. He, you know, he, in his own head, he knows he's going to win. Yeah. And I think that's quite, again, as a villain, that's quite a, a main thing yeah. to have. Really. Until they ruin his credibility with the re edits and put the. No! Oh, yeah. Don't talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to. The, there's so many re edits. I think the DVDs edited it, the Blu rays have re edited it, like slotting Heidi and Christian in as. Oh, yeah. Darth Vader. Oh, the next question I was going to say: <laughs> What ending do you prefer? Who do you prefer to see as the as the ghost? The old, the old Vader. Yeah, because that's like Vader redeems himself at the end of that. He's no, he goes from being Vader back to Anakin. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the actor's name is, but he's I, I can't think. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, that's how he should look. Yeah, and how how he how he's aged. It, yeah, and it should have portrayed how he looked at yeah, because that that's how. That's how because Luke doesn't old. know and Luke doesn't know what he looks like apart from that that little that face yeah yeah apart from that you'd face, be like who who the hell is that guy next to Obi Wan and Yoda yeah yeah he'd be like okay yeah, so I've got Obi I've got Yoda I've got creepy dude yeah <laughs> yeah because Obi Wan doesn't go back to Hugh McGregor he go he stays as, yeah he stays as um what's his name Alec Guinness Alec Guinness yeah um so they all <laughs> he should have stayed the same but again it's a thing I don't know why he keeps tweaking with the films. Nobody in the history of anybody else has ever edited a film. When it gets released to DVD, Blu-ray, I can only think, I think Indiana Jones has done it with, hasn't uh, he? Yeah, and I, I was, was going to say Ridley Scott with um, Blade Runner. And I think E.T. got tweaked as well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did, yeah. But not the amount that this film's been played with. I mean, the Blu-ray one. It's, bec- it's because, if you look at it, there's more of a fan base. Like, like, people are splitting fan bases. We really keep changing it. You've got, you got your Harry Potter fan base, you got your Lord of the Rings. Fan base, you got your Star Wars fan bases. We don't care about Twilight or Hunger Games. <laughs> right? um, and those are your main, like, main three fan bases. So that's what we're going to get every couple of years. We're going to get a new edit of Harry Potter. We're going to get a new edit of Lord of the Rings because we've already had loads anyway. And we're going to get new edits of Star Wars because they're still going on. People still love them and people want to know new shit even though but they don't care. But it's not. Some of the edits aren't added. Like the original re edits or the extended was just new, essentially new scenes, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Like the Blu-ray set I've got is the six films before the sequels. And for some reason, on the first movie, you know when Leia's in the prison and the little probe droid comes floating in? Yeah. They've cut that out. No apparent reason. It goes from Darth, I think, I think it's Moff Tarkin saying, you will talk or whatever. And then the little probe droid, oh no, it's Vader goes, you will talk. And the probe droid comes in with a needle, like going to inject her and torture her. Cut that out. As soon as it goes, oh, you will you, talk. You know why, don't you? Promotes drug abuse, that does. Well, it's probably like, it's probably for some reason or other there like are, that. There are certain parts that I understand, like um, in uh, Return of the Jedi, when they destroy the Death Star and it kind of cuts to different planets celebrating. Yes. Put, right, putting fine. in Naboo, because we've seen that yeah, in the, in the yeah, book, yeah, yeah. putting in Coruscant, where, you know, I, I get that. And that's just extended, so it's just adding a little bit more. Yeah. I'm fine. Happy um, with it. There's, uh, I think it's a notorious scene um, when we're on Tatooine in A New Hope and he just, he's put this kind of dinosaur thing that just the, walks the, the across. The back, yeah. Yeah. And it just adds things like that. Like, 
Why? And then changing the who shot first. Oh yes. Big controversy. Are you aw- are you aware of this as a sort of? I know that it's the whole who shot first uh, in the in the canteen scene. Yeah. 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 Didn't the other guy shoot first? No, the, the whole, in, in the original, in the original, in the original was, it's supposed to be hand shot first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I've always said, and I've always gone back, and I'm adamant that it's Han. And my reason being, okay, he's you know he's a bit of an outlaw, he's a that, badass. That was the whole point. Yeah. yeah, he's doing it as you know survival of the fittest. Yeah, he's he's kind of fondling his gun under the table, and then he realizes, and it's and it's he's almost like an, an anti-hero. He's yeah, never, he's never like the golden boy. He's always doing everything for money at that like, point. Star Wars is a space western. <laughs> yeah. In in the seventies, spaghetti westerns were huge. Star Wars is a space western. He's your space Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And that, you know. And and now they've re-edited it, so Greedo shoots first, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, why? You know, <laughs> you know why? How many times have you bought this film? I have bought this film. I've had it on, had it on video. Yeah. I've had the DVDs. Yep. I think I bought the DVDs in a box set as well. So I replaced the DVDs with another DVD box yeah. set. Because they bought, I think they bought it out in a six disc. My my current DVD set, I've got the prequels with Yoda on and the the originals with Vader on the front. Oh yeah, so that's that's like the third release of them. And yeah. then I've I've got the Blu-ray of the six films in like the Darth Vader box. I want I wanted to get that, but then I thought. And now mm. there's the ultimate nine disc edition, which I could jack it all in and get that, but I don't think i need that one but i think there's another edit in that there's definitely another edit on the disney plus ones as well where for some oh, reason yeah. it says like mcculkey or something there's that big controversy well to be fair we we watched the because i don't own them on dvd at all we watched them on disney and as we were watching i was like i'm sure this is missing something as we were watching it we, we went from like say prequel uh originals uh prequels sequels and as we were watching i was like i've seen these films and there's Defo something missing there, or the defo that's not what I did. Yeah. Well, the first time you meet Jabba the Hutt when he's walking, he looks like it, a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the edits fine. Like when they're in Cloud City, they've put in like some windows, and that's fine because it's a Cloud City in the sky. You want to see that. Yeah. But they've added some stuff that doesn't need to be there. But for the some m- reason, Darth Vader going was added. Why? Why? To, to my point, the reason why is because stupid Star Wars fans. We'll buy all of this shit. But it's not it's not even when he does it, it's not even to buy like the DVDs coming out. You want to buy from video to DVD to have the better quality yeah, of the film. Like a, you don't need to tweak it anymore. Yeah, but, like, but like I say, what'll happen is you think that there'll be loads of hundreds of if not hundreds of thousands of people out there that have got like eighteen versions of these Star Wars films because they don't go, We've added this scene and this scene and this scene and we've taken this away. They just go this DVD release or this Blu-ray release. Got new shit. You want new shit? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. But it usually just pisses off the fan base, like the Heidi and Kristen thing at the end. Why? Why stick him in? Because motherfuckers will buy it. (laughs) People will buy that shit. We were buying the Blu-ray without that, and then we said, just for bonus, we'll stick him in there. Why? (laughs) Nerds like to spend money. Well, yeah. (laughs) But I would spend money on getting an uncut version of it. If they could just really... And I guarantee... I would definitely buy an uncut version. 30 years' time, they'll be like, own the original Star Wars. And you'd be like, That's why I've yes. kept hold of the videos. I'm tempted just to buy one of those DVD converters where you <laughs> put the video in. Just so I've got the original. Was there ever a version? I'm sure I've seen photographs, but I don't know whether it was ever in the theatrical release that 
Jabba the Hutt was a man. Yes, that was the that was the tampered version, not the tamp like the. I can't remember what the the official word the re re release or whatever the gold box one. Yeah, he comes in at the start of A New Hope as a man. I... No way! I oh, no, sorry, it is a CGI Jabba, but there is a there is a scene where he's, he is a man in like a, a waistcoat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I I always remember in all of the he was always like Jim Henson puppet. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they've done the kind of CGI. The C- uh, yeah, where is it? Where they're in Mos Eisley and he's in the yeah. spot. That's his CGI. But that scene, there is a version where it's a man in like talking a... to Han Solo, kind of discussing you owe oh, yeah. me money. Because the, the man talking to him is like one of his henchmen, isn't it? No, it, it's it is Jabber at that point, but they've now spun sp- it so it is a henchman. Ah, oh, okay. My bad. Right. Right, those three. What's our order of those three? What? Side. Oh. Well, Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, Empire. DVD, Blu-ray, buying motherfucker. You're the problem here. <laughs> Empire, New Hope, Jedi. Ooh. I think I'm going to have to agree with Aid there, actually. Even though I called a New Hope boring, it's it's not. It's just it, it's just, just such. <laughs> it's just got brings warm fuzzy memories. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Depending on my day of the week, I change. Empire's the first. I think Empire's always going to be the yeah, best one. But I always change from New Hope and Return. And I think it is because I love that um, Snarlap pit scene with the skiff and all that jazz. I love that scene. And I love the the fight. Um, not only the fight uh, with the Ewoks, but I love the fight between the Emperor, Luke, and Vader. Yes, I love that, that whole yeah, manipulation. Yeah, yeah. So depending on when I'm watching it, I, it just changed. And like for Star Wars, the New Hope, I love the build-up. I yeah. love Obi-Wan. I love seeing how that sort of unfolds. And I love seeing like the... Because I think in Star Wars, A New Hope, you, as I said earlier, you see the breadth of the Empire yeah, yeah. almost. And I think that's wicked. And I love seeing that. So today, how do I feel today? <laughs> I'm probably going to go Empire. Yeah, I probably will agree. Empire, New Hope. Return, but it, there's not much in it for me for return. No, they're not. It's not like it's a bad film. No, no, no. If you've gone to your head, you've got to pick one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which there, there you go, guys. That's the definitive version. The, yeah, that's, that, that, that is the way. To watch. <laughs> and if you don't like it, buy a new DVD version. <laughs> it's not the way to watch it because that'll just confuse the shit out of you. But <laughs> but it's the best order. But I think that le- leads us neatly onto the prequels. Can I can I start? Go, can yes, I, please, go. please, God, let me start. <laughs> right. How long have we got? All right. Um, we could have an episode in this all by itself because I I. I've, again, watched them recently, and there's things I love about this. But I actually don't want to talk about the film just yet. I okay. want to talk about the promo stuff for it. Do Be- you all before remember, release? Before the release, do you, do you all remember one, the free shit we got in our cereal? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and two, do you all remember that poster where it's Anakin walking? Yes, the, the shadow. shadow. Yeah. Because that was released before the film. Oh yeah. And I was adamant i was like i need to see that i need i was like that is so cool of an image i want to see that uh i really wanted to see that in the film even if it wasn't as big as that or they they you know they dialed it back a little bit or if it was like a split second i was like okay new um new star wars film got a cool name as well star wars episode one the phantom menace like cool name I'm like okay cool this is going to be wicked See that promo uh, post, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing there. This is we get to meet the original of the the how 
we get to see how Anakin, this little kid, turns into Darth Vader. And then we talk about Metachlorians. Uh, and, and it, like, for me, that, I don't mind um, Phantom Menace. I don't mind it at all. It's not the worst. No. But for me, that was such a missed opportunity as a film and as a franchise that you've built up for, at this point, what, 20 years, nearly? Yeah. Uh, or been... 10 years, whatever. Yeah, no, ne- what, 77, what, 2000, 2001 was a Phantom Menace? along those lines. I can't remember the exact dates. Yeah, there. something like that. And it's like, you've mi- and then you release that promo and everyone's buzzing and it's wicked. And then they don't, to me, they don't deliver on it. It's a diff. It's a very different film, Phantom Menace, to the other series, and I think that threw a lot of people. Yep. But not a bad film, not the greatest film. And as a hardcore Star Wars fan, it's the film that a lot of people close their eyes and close their ears to, pretending mm. that didn't happen. Like you mentioned it there, mm. Metaclorians. They try and explain the Force with that. Nowhere in the rest of the Star Wars lore yeah. will you ever see that again because nobody liked it. So yeah. They just pretend. We didn't hear that. We're just going to pretend the force is a mystical thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that it seems. I always think that it seems that there's there's something missing in between because that's when, obviously that's the prequels. Yeah, there's something massive missing in between. Where in the prequel we've got way better shit yeah. than in the original, which happens with a lot of of films that go back over old yeah. ground. But it is remarkable how much cool stuff they have when we go and look at Star Wars, New Hope, and Return, and then again, as we've said, with Return, you've got fucking teddy bears with no technology beating them up. However, they can just take a little blood sample and be like, oh, look at your medical... And we have pod racing as well. You can get away with with explaining that a little bit. Oh, you can, because you're like, oh, it's a different planet. No, not even the planet. You can just go in The Phantom Menace, the Jedi are more prevalent because the war hasn't happened yet. And then the war happens and everyone's literally Jedi are wiped out. A war has happened. The Empire in charge. Everyone's... They they tried to kind of address that time jump with um, Anakin and Luke losing their hands. So you look at Luke losing their hand in Empire and with limitations on 70s, oh, okay. 80s uh, film and CGI. Yeah. It's actually his hand, just with a panel of robotics on his wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the prequels, it's meant to be set earlier, so he's, he's just got actually the full got robo a hand. robotic yeah, hand. Yeah. Even though, like the CGI, like the the CGI yeah. is better. Never, to... never thought about that actually. To be that's, 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 that's a good point. That's the way my mind. You've uh, you've studied film, haven't you? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to notice things in films. Um, yeah, I've been sitting here quietly, and I might upset you, now, Steve. Um, Phantom Menace is my favourite film ever. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the Phantom Menace. Um, no, but <laughs> um, no, I, I said I I love the original um, the original trilogy, but for the Phantom Menace, that was the first Star Wars film that I could go to the cinema and yes, watch. Same for me. Same for me. Uh, well, uh, yeah, obviously. Um, and I have got a, I, I have got a soft spot for it, and I do like the film. There are parts of it that I find ridiculous and there are parts of it that I will argue about and argue against. Um, But I do have a soft spot for that film. Um, Like I love the pod racing. That's one of my, that's one of my favorite um, Star Wars scenes, the whole kind of pod racing circuit, because the possibility is that this is like space formula one. (laughs) Um, And this happened, like this happens throughout. Yeah. 
throughout the trilogy like it's happening all the way around yeah, not yeah. just in that film but it's kind of happening in an expanded universe um okay so for me anakin may have been a little bit too young and i'll, I'll kind of go into like my feelings on anakin and his kind of turn as we progress through the the, the next couple of films um but okay they wanted to start off with him young love um ewan mcgregor as obi-wan yeah Great choice. I I do like uh, Liam Neeson. That's quite gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they might have. I I know they needed to kind of kill him off in order to kind of start Anakin's. Yeah. um, But I think, again, he might be a bit underused. I I, I did like him. Um, And then there are certain elements of selling merchandise, comic relief. Are you talking about Jar Jar Binks? I am talking about (laughs) Jar Jar Binks. Now, and this, this, he kind of rubs Star Wars fans the, the wrong way. Um, when I was at uni, me and my friend watched, um, I can't remember the guy who did it, but if you know, let us know, credit him, whatever, because he did a fantastic job. He created a Phantom edit. Now, he went all the way through the Phantom Menace, re-edited it, and chopped out the bits that were ridiculous, silly, and not needed. He didn't get rid of Jar Jar Binks because yeah. as we know he's quite integral to yeah the Gungan plot and the things like that yeah. yeah and even like later on he um you know he's one of the ones that casts the vote in order yeah. for Palpatine to become uh, Chancellor or Emperor or whatever or whatever he becomes um but he got rid of a lot of goofiness a lot of his like comical mistakes that bit where he spits his tongue out and like like he got rid of a lot of that he also got rid of a lot of Anakin kind of goofing off as well. Like when he's in the spate, uh, the Naboo fighter at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's kind of like, oh, what does this do? Oh, oops, didn't mean to do that. He gets rid of all that dialogue. So from that, from the point of view of the audience, then he looks like Anakin's a bit of a badass. He's only 10 years old, but he knows how to fly. He knows how to shoot. Yeah. He can take care of himself. Because from in, in uh, A New Hope, what does Obi-Wan say to uh, to Luke? I knew your father, he was a great pilot when I first met yeah. him, that kind of thing. So it kind of plays off on yeah. that. And it makes the film much more, not relatable, um, just kind of... Less just comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Less shit. It's, it's not a, it, again, it's not a bad film. It's, it's just so different to the other films. I think yeah. it did rub my, people my, up. My, my problem with it is it doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know whether it wants to be a comedy film and have a, a like a nice comedy element to it, or it wants to be a serious um, sort of contender. And what it turned out to be was a political action film. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, I think it's got. I mean, we spoke about it before. It's got one of the best lightsaber battles. Yeah, it's got one of the best songs in it with Jewel of the Fates. One of the best villains as well. Uh, yeah, one of the best villains. Against Darth Maul, underused, very underused. underused. Yeah, I'd have rather have one had, line in the whole film. I'd have rather have had him over Count Dooku any day. Yeah. Oh no, I like Dooku. Nah, I'd rather have had Darth Maul. I think Darth Maul would have done a better job. Um, but before we get to any of that, my biggest issue with Phantom, and this is why I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. My biggest issue, and I've spoke to you about it, Chris. I think. In text message. Go on. In one of our group chats. The fucking force run. No. Uh, no. Okay. No. Do not even attempt 
justify so, so it. So I know dumb. where he's going with this. So it the fourth dumb. one is used for one one scene one in the whole scene. franchise. No, no. Yeah, one scene across the entire franchise, however, could have been used many times. So I think and has never been used and was completely irrelevant when you hang on, when you look, when those beetle rollers roll in, right? And they're all like, oh, oh no, we can't do that. Let's run. And they're gone. Right, this is in the first two minutes of the film. Right? And I was like, okay, that looks like it's a mistake. That looks like a bad edit. And it's not a bad edit. It's just bad storytelling. Right? And then what gets me, what gets <laughs> me is they could easily beat those two beetle rollers and easily beat them, but they don't. It's, it is literally, let's cram another thing in there that we're never going to use, that is completely pointless. Because let's be honest, let's be honest, Obi-Wan could have saved Qui-Gon. It, no, if he did the speed run, he would have fell down the hole. <laughs> he wouldn't have done... He could have mistimed it and got hit by the beams. He would have overshot it, ran straight in, down He's, the hole. He, no, yeah, but, but, then, but then you kind of... You're making a Jedi seem to be completely incompetent, and it would, and it exhaust him too. Would have run out of stamina but for the st- battle. But it's still two against one. It is. It is. A, I can understand, like you said, they, he does a, a force run and then a force jump right at the start of the film, where he's jumping out of the craft and lands like a massive jump down in behind the boxes. But there's no other need for it in the film to use it. You no, know, are you a film or films? Films. There's never then, been a point where they need to run really fast anywhere out of the way. Well, I know. Well, let's just save another Jedi. <laughs> Maybe to save the younglings as well. If he'd have got there, oh no, 10 minutes sooner. <laughs> um, maybe he would have helped when he first, when he was fighting, uh, you know, Luke. He might have beat him earlier. Not Luke, Anakin. He might have beat him earlier instead of having to go through all that uh, And also, just on a storytelling level, it's if, crap. if you've got Jedi running super speed and a blur, that doesn't look good on the screen. No, no, but as a storytelling element, if you use something once and then never use it again, that's pathetic. It's like when R2-D2 sprouted rocket boots from the... <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, but it, 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 as a storytelling element, because we had a massive... People listening, we had a massive debate about this, and the rest of the other Star Wars nerds in the group chat completely disagreed with me. But I'm right and they're wrong, and they need to accept it. <laughs> right. It is the fact that as a storytelling element, you cannot use something that's meant to be, you know, oh, this is law, this is woo, yeah, well, uh, right? what, and then use it once, and then never use it again. Well, what like, other point in the film did they need to use it? But they could have created it. Well, they didn't need to use it. No, but they didn't need to, <laughs> they didn't need to use it in the first place. They did, to escape that. <laughs> well, yeah, but they could have, they, they just, all you've got to do is not put in those beetles, right, and then just casually walk the fuck down. Yeah, but they needed that. Why? To, to build well, the, you, t- the... you, you tell me why. What, they need to force run or they need to yeah, have the no, Beatles no, no. in? You, you tell me any, both. Because it was a big opening action sequence. So they need to throw in a load of things to blow up and fire at them. Oh, that's a wicked idea, that. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just watch Rambo. Fuck off. There's not an excuse to justify it. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't play The Last of Us and have one clicker and be like, oh, he's a clicker, and then never see one again. Well, they do that in most things, like a boss battle. No, that, but, but that's a boss battle. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. It was good. Aid, <laughs> what do you think? Um, Sorry, well, I quite like the droid car. I think that's it's a it's quite a decent droid yeah. villain. Um, you know, but, yeah, but yeah, quite... but I'm pretty sure in the later film, 
one of them takes out like three. They do once they destroy the shields. At that point, the bullets reflect have been reflected. They can't destroy it, so they have to run. Aid, tell me the first force run is dumb in the film. I just say it, it's fine. Don't, do, don't agree with it. Steve don't even like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Aid knows stupidity. Aid is stupid. Um, I'm I'm got I'm gonna kind of. Um, answer this question like a true politician would. Oh, I'm just going to kind of <laughs> reflect. Um, so I'm going to kind of revert back to my Star Wars knowledge in computer games and I'm sure the Force Run appeared in games before it appeared in Episode 1. Uh, I'm positive. Yeah, because you had... Uh, Dark Forces. You had Dark Force and you had the Jedi Academy, the Jedi Outcast. Yeah. You could do it in that. Stuff. So... It's like Jedi's. They are. They're peaceful. They meditate. Everything he's done. They're not like you, you know. They do things. Yeah, yeah. At you know, they're they're calm, collected. They do things. They think about them. They don't rush into things. Um. So when you're playing that as a game and you've got a lightsaber, but you you can only push and pull things. They need to kind of add. They need to add other powers. Now, whenever I play a Star Wars game. The bad guys have got the best powers. Yeah, like always. you go, you go full on Sith because they've got the lightning. Um, and I think they've just put Force Running there as a just as something extra that they could do. And I think because it's kind of become kind of common knowledge through the expanded universe, Lucas has gone. I'll use that, but there's no like. I'll use it once, just so it's there. They don't need to use it again elsewhere in the trilogy. So you, so I, what you're telling us is you agree. It is pointless. I'm not saying it's pointless. He's <laughs> wrong. He's just is. angry no, no, about this. It's, no. it's a canon force power, so what could... Like... No, it is a canon force power, but you, you also, deep down, you don't want to say, you agree that if they'd have used it elsewhere, it wouldn't be so bad, because they've used it once literally... There's no elsewhere in the film they could have used it. But then you create something for it. <laughs> But then the film would be different. When when do <laughs> I tell him Maggie better? When do I tell him about force talk to animals? Uh yeah. <laughs> or we are, we are, or force healing. We haven't got to that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he could he could have done that to save Guaigon, to be fair. Guaigon. Guaigon. He could have done mind you, but he was young. He would not he might not have been able to do force healing at that oh, point. Yeah. He was still a Padawan. Right, learned it in about thirty seconds. To be fair, yeah, we'll come. We'll come to <laughs> back the... to Phantom Menace, guys. Back to Phantom Menace. <laughs> well, well, my favourite thing that has come out of the Phantom Menace is that no, the Darth Jar Jar theory. Have either yeah, of you seen yeah, yeah. this? Where in there is a like somebody has done it on on YouTube where they've shown all the clips of one. He can use all the Force powers. He can use the Force jump to get in the water. Did he use Force run as well? Doesn't do the Force run, but it, <laughs> but he knows where everyone is. He always manages to get with the Jedi throughout the film, like. Bumps into Obi Wan out the middle of the jungle, manages to cling onto him. Somehow knows where he's exactly going to be. Bump into him, etc. But there are cuts in the scene where you hit, you can see him listening into conversations that he doesn't need to be part of. Like there's an Anakin and Padme one, and he listens into it. And I still love the idea that they haven't used him properly, and he still could be Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Back to I reality. That, you go. <laughs> it could happen, but. Yeah, that'll be in the... the, the in, in, that'll in, be in, in the next Blu-ray re-release. What's your favourite part, then, of Empire... Of oh, Phantom Empire, Menace. Phantom Menace, yeah. Um, it probably is the end fight. It's the... Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates, yeah. It hey, is. 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've mentioned I love the pod racing scene, but that moment, I mean, you've seen, you've seen him duel Qui-Gon already on Tatooine, but that moment where they're kind of walking through the hangar, tosses off his cloak, one side lights up, tilts it, the other side, like, you could hear that the, the whole cinema gasp at that moment. You don't see the the, the dual lights ever. No, no. He, used, he only uses one side of it in the desert. And yeah. And he pops out the second one for, to fight both of them. And it's it's that moment, isn't it? In this song, you do kind of, uh, 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 and, like, and then it does, on the second one, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 As, as, as a, not like I say, not only as a cinematic thing to see it, but to hear it. And yeah. John Williams, that Duel of the Fight song, the, dun, 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 he's like, oh God, yes. And then obviously, Bogdanji dies. Uh, you know, Obi Wan could have saved him, but he was just too lazy. Um, we've established that. Um, and then the whole—to be fair, you can you you know it's coming. Yeah. But you just don't. It's one of those things you know it's coming, but you really don't want it to come. You don't want it to. You don't want to be right when you. Yeah. As you're watching, you might like, please don't, please don't, please don't. Please. And even when I went back and watched it, I knew what was going to happen. I was like, "Come on, you can get there. Come on, you can get there. You can get there. You can get there." And then you just, and then. You, when you see Ewan McGregor's face, he's like, oh, okay, he's he's done. Yeah, he's he's done. He's, he's been he's gone dirty. He's gone. Yeah. But but yeah, that is quintessential Star Wars for me. Is Jedi versus the Sith? What is your problem with <laughs> what's your problem <laughs> <laughs> with the Force? I'm going to that. What is your problem with Phantom Menace? The problem with the Phantom Menace is for me is. I do like it. I think it got a lot of hate at the time and I think now it's become a niche film and everybody loves it again. Well, I don't know if everyone loves it, but again, everyone's got a, a warm, opinion. fuzzy spot for the, the, the prequels now. No, I don't think they have. No, I think, I, think, I think our generation loved the prequels more than other generations do because they yeah, were, our, like you maybe. said, they were our Star Wars. Maybe, they were our yeah. Star Wars films. I think the problem was it was, as a kid, it was very complicated politically yeah like there was subtle manipulation of the republic the war with itself that you're not really understanding what i'm listening to as a kid too much now you you can listen in and think how, how clever that is but as a kid it's like where the robots where's the fighting mm. where's the lightsabers and that that kind of political manipulation comes into it in much more force in the the second I mean, and the yeah and the third uh, it's brilliant one. i really like it now but yeah. back then i was like i don't get it going on who did <laughs> yeah. yeah where's the sparkly thing oh that, that's the guy in the hood like is that the guy like this the palpatine you don't realize until later yeah on, I, I mean what is that the same for you guys is there something else i always knew, obviously because i know who the actor was i always knew palpatine was. i yeah i always i always knew the em, the emperor's emperor palpatine and i don't like he, i don't think he's referred to as emperor palpatine he's, he's in the film to as chancellor i think from no in 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 like Return of the Jedi, he's always the Emperor. Oh, he's just Emperor. Yeah, he's, he um, got a name. So I at that don't point, know, yeah. but I knew he was Emperor Palpatine. And I don't know. It's just the from, expended universes yeah. and everything. So like. I knew from like Palpatine. That's like, and then as soon as you see him, kind of in the the holographic messages with um, the Trade Federation guys, you can see like you, 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 and, yeah. yeah. Um, but I knew Palpatine would become the Emperor. Yeah, almost yeah. as much as you knew mm. Anakin would become Vader. Yeah. So I think that brings us on to... My problem with it is things go on for too long in the film 
It is quite a long film, yeah. So, like, the pod racing starts off cool. It then takes up yeah. a long time, which is unnecessary. Like, yeah. So some of that is... Un- the amount of time spent deciding if Anakin's going to go with them and leave his mom behind just goes on for, like, a little bit too long. When we meet the Federation, the, the two Tweedledee and Tweedledum guys. Nuke, Gunray, and whatever the other guy. Yeah, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. That whole thing, as, again, as watching it as a kid originally, it's just boring, and I don't care. Yeah. There's, there's no sparkly lightsabers, there's no nothing, and then it just becomes a bit of a, I'm, I'm only listening because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then as an adult, I, I still felt the same. Like I, as an adult, even though I knew what was going on, I just, I don't care. I, I just did not care at all. Yeah. It's, it's good. The CGI is good, and it's interesting. But for me, that at the end of it, it's, it shows that Gwygon's a massive dick. Because he manipulates that cube at the end to win Anakin's freedom. Yeah. Why not just double? If you're going to cheat, double down, save the mum as well. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> you could have saved both. Of, no, you can only save one. We're going to leave your mum as a slave and we're going to take you away. Yeah. And you're going to have to become a Jedi. Stop about that. Yeah, well, can't um, Waddo, an absolute beast of a character. <laughs> absolute great lad. <laughs> He he can't he sees the force though, doesn't he? Not sees he the can't, force. He can't be manipulated can't by be manipulated. it. But if you're gonna cheat and just manipulate the die without him knowing. Just win. This the whole this whole thing was pointless. You could have just done this to yeah. start. And they could have just took her without him knowing. Yeah, well, yeah the Jedi just take him. Yeah, no, didn't, they, didn't they have like a thing in the neck that would explode or something or a... I can't remember that. Oh you might be they, right. They could they couldn't just they couldn't play. just run off, yeah. Um, but, he, but he won him. But... Oh yeah, because they can force run, but they can't just force take that shit out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but yeah, force surgery again. It there's will, there's a know. lot of things that, as fans, you you do ignore about the Phantom Menace and just go, yeah, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen, and we're just going to enjoy the rest of the series uh, yeah. now. I think I think the lows in Phantom Menace are incredibly low. The middle is fine as a film. The highs are really good. Yeah, but it's the lows that are just too low to be f- not forgiven. But they're too low to just be like, oh, it's fine. I don't, Cause, yeah. Because a lot of the film is just, oh, that's fine. I don't, okay, that's fine. I don't hate the film at all. No, I don't hate the film now. As a kid, I was a bit like, what? No, I still love, as a kid, I still love it. I bag on all the stuff, like some of the Star Wars films, but I still love every single film. I've not gone, I, ha- I wish I hadn't seen that. I do love pretty much everything. Star I feel Wars. like the next section that we're going to talk about is going to be the shortest one because uh, let's talk about Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Mm. Again, another slow paced one some really good action scenes in where you start seeing all the jedi come in and have that fight within the the coliseum yeah brilliant loved it um but again the whole again explaining the clones again as an adult love it i love learning learning the law explaining what they are as a kid it's a bit like okay and, i get and it that, now and seeing the whole django fit boba fit yeah, yeah again explaining everything like that love that Slow paced as a again. I think that suffers again from uh, some of the scenes go on for a little bit too long. Like as soon as you see, okay, it's actually a clone. They then go, no, but it is a clone. It's probably the but m- it is a clone. It's probably the more forgettable out of the whole franchise. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think again. I think it's high. Like the Colosseum fight and that whole thing. I think it's wicked. Yeah. Re- rewatching that, I was like, oh, actually, actually, this is quite cool. And then you get to see. Padme, is it, or is that Amidala? I always get confused. Yeah, no, it's Padme, yeah. yeah. They used to get to see Padme. Oh, we've not even spoken about Padme being a bit of a pedo. Um, oh, massive, absolute wrong good. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, 
but, it can, but, but it's okay. That's okay. Cause it, cause it's the elder female going for the younger. Yeah. So everybody's absolutely fine with it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and apparently Jedi's age super duper quick. Um, so Hayden Christians goes from 10 to 28 in about two years. <laughs> yeah. Right? And apparently Padme just stays the same age. Like, well, again, cool. there's things about souls. Again, we just nod our heads and crack on with what's happening. Suspension oh, of disbelief. Yeah. But yeah. I, th- I think like, that Colosseum fight is wicked. Yeah. When we get to see Padme, hot as hell as she is. Oh my God. Even when I was watching it with my other half, she went pretty fit. She is. Yeah, like, yeah she is. <laughs> She's incredible. Um, and then you get to see that, and then you get to see, you get, you, this is the first time you get to see Anakin being the badass. Yeah. Because in, in Empire, in, I keep saying Empire, in Phantom Menace, he's, apart he's too from young. Race, he's too young. He's almost forgettable in the film. Yeah. But then you get to see him do it, and then you, you start to see this defiance. Yeah. Which but I think is quite nice. You've jumped in there at the, the Coliseum, like, almost finale, um, but you forget in, like, at the start, when he's kind of flying that uh, speeder yeah. through Coruscant, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, and he's yeah. on the way, and he jumps out. He's after that bounty hunter. Yeah, he just jumps out randomly. Um, and then there's that bit where he goes after his mom, um, and he wipes out the entire yeah, village of Tusken Raiders. Right. We it, find it, out that he hates. Him. He's the old. He's yeah. the ultimate emo teenager in this film, basically. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the, there are scenes where he's he's showing kind of what he's made of and what he's going to become. Um, I think there's. Uh, I think they're kind of putting the uh, dual, uh, not dual of the th- fates, but the uh, they, they Imperial March, bait, yeah, they? Yeah, 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 sneak it in a bit. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I completely forgot about the opening of that. It was the uh, the assassin, isn't it? You want to buy some death sticks? That's the correct film. That's the correct one, yeah. <laughs> and then to be fair, I think when it started, when I first seen it, I had a VHS copy and it was a pirated copy and when it was in the cinema. So you know the little worm thing? Oh, yeah. Defo didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. I just thought he went in there swinging his lightsaber around. <laughs> be a bit of a dick. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know. Um, another film away. <laughs> but, yeah, so like, that, was, that was what I was, didn't see that. And it was only years later when I rewatched them. And I was like, oh, actually, he does kill something. Yeah. Um, yeah, we see his defiance. But, again, I think the whole chase scene goes on for too long. It, it's just a longer film. I think it's, it's good to start seeing his powers and that he's growing. And it's good, like you say, he's too young in the first film, but that's sort of the point because even the mm. Jedi saying he's too old at that point to be trained. Yeah, they're all but, going, can't do it. But like timeline wise, not timeline wise, but like age wise for like him and Padme, it doesn't add up. No, she's a wrong gun. She's oh, yeah, she'd be arrested and the going thing- to space jail. <laughs> space jail. <laughs> Next to space jail. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, but I think that the 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 problem I have with the, never getting into it is the first film. Yes, there's a, a fair whack of CGI, but there's still loads of it. A lot of it's like on location. A lot of it's yeah, in yeah. a lot of practice. places. A lot of practical effects. Apart from when we go to, um, was it uh, the underwater kingdom? Uh, yeah. Uh, apart from when we get to that, yeah. can see that's the one. Apart from when we get to that, that's obviously clearly CGI. A lot of that CGI, which is fine, and that's okay because we're in a new world now. Yeah. It's now when we get to start seeing things, and it's like, well, that's CGI, that's CGI, that's CGI, that's CGI, that's CGI. Mm. I think it's pretty much all CGI in the second one. Yeah, and then it, it, I think visually the films get worse. Like, I think three. The, the, I think the is, scenes are a bit more boring. As well. I think that's yeah. one of the issues. It's a very plain, the cities they go to. Yeah. Like, uh, you, you look at uh, when there's on Coruscant and Obi-Wan goes to speak to that diner owner 
and he's this big kind of CGI cuddly guy. You've got the um, the the ones that make the clones. They're all kind of CGI alien type yeah. things. You've got the Geonosians at the end. They're all CGI. Um, Who are they? They're the bugs. They're the the like the insecty things. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, there's a lot of kind of CGI elements there. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if like the the clones were CGI in parts yeah. of it as well. There will have been because there's just so many of them. Oh no, I think it was just the same actor just cut and pasted yeah. all those stuff. Um, but I mean, while while we're on the clones, I mean, um, there was a whole the whole backstory of that Jedi that went to 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 have them yeah. made. Was it Cypher Diaz, Cypher Diaz or something? Yeah. yeah. Which like. Who was he? And what oh, happened yeah. to him? Like, you can say these. But that they, they do explain this later on in the, like, the the other laws that it's just a dead Jedi that's been used by Palpatine. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, is uh, most people watching don't know that you. You wouldn't know. No, you, at that point there was no real explanation to uh, it. And and this is where it gets even more political. So for the first film, uh, political uh, allegiances and things like that. The second film was just all politics, and it's like I am fourteen years old. I do not care. It's yeah. good though. It's good though. No, as, a, as an adult, <laughs> as an adult, you start to go, oh, okay, cool. But as a kid, which is what you're aiming at, because that's where all the toys come out, I'm like, I don't care. Everything goes on for far too long. The CGI is not very good for its time. I don't care what anybody says. There was better films out there, all that terrible films out there at the time that was released with far better CGI. Yeah. And the storyline, like Count Dooku comes in and it's just a bit naff. I like Dooku. As as as, as far as like menacing, he was Yoda's like apprentice, man. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, but two hundred years ago. <laughs> but when when you look at it, when you go from having Darth Maul to Count Dooku, and I'm just like, okay, you've you've got a brand new lightsaber. You are literally just trying to sell lightsabers now. Yeah, they they do introduce a new lightsaber every film, but it just had a little bit of a bend on the helmet. Yeah, didn't it? it's like this is easier. For the wrist, I can get more talk on this bad boy. That's that's essentially what it was. It makes him better, gives him better, better fighting status and positions. That's how I explain that with. It just, it didn't, like, for me, the means didn't justify the ends. See, Dooku as a Sith, the more I read Star Wars, that's how the Sith should be. They don't use force or power. They use political manipulation and hide in the shadows. That's that's but how that's he should n- be. But but as a fan, as a, as a kid, yeah. you don't know that. Oh, I understand And not, not only that, We've never seen that. It's it's the Force one all over. <laughs> we've 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 never we've never seen that as a as a, as a Sith or as a Jedi. We've not yeah, you seen don't it. see that until the third film with with Palpatine using his full powers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think that's when it is. And I think even though you say that in the in the lore and all the all the stories and all that, that's what the Sith are. That's cool, but it's more effective. At the end, when Palpatine does it, yeah, yeah, yeah. than when Dooku does it, because when Dooku does it, I'm like, well, how have people not realised? Yeah, like everyone knows that you're a shit Jedi. Everyone knows that you turned your back on him, so we all know it's your problem. But yeah. he's still flaunting it around, and I just, I, it, it, a lot of the film doesn't make sense for me. Shit, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. A, it is a good film because it's if you focus on Anakin's transition throughout the film. It's slow it showing him become more and more of a machine and more manipulated yeah. and more dark and more out of control. Literally becoming bits chopped off of him as the film yeah. goes. How does he lose his hand again? He loses his hand when Dooku. Dooku he's, fight, he's fighting with the two the dual sabers, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and then he gets it lopped off. But with <sighs> Does he get married at the end of that one? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um That's the weird. Take <laughs> my strong. Yeah. But there's there's parts of that where he's kind of 
he's showing his arrogance and he's yeah. kind of like he's flirting with Padme and he's kind of floating the apple across yeah. the table and then like do you think yeah, yeah, a little bit is that the one where he asks to be a master or is that the next one that's the next one that's the next oh, one we'll get that one um, and then he kind of like gets darker as things start happening yeah. and like he loses his mom and then you, you can see that that gradual change and you can appreciate that gradual change yeah um, in terms of the politics I yeah I hated the second one when I was younger because it just it it, it, it bored me and I didn't uh, you're right I didn't follow the I didn't follow the story but watching them all back recently you can appreciate you can appreciate the politics yeah. and you understand you know where Palpatine's going you know what his end game is and which I suppose was there for the adults yeah, yeah, yeah. that were mm. you know that were adults when that came out um but it still it still doesn't redeem the film for me no but i like it that it's showing that the jedi aren't perfect as well these prequels are showing that the jedi are are, are the good guys but they they're losing their way and becoming more manipulated as the, the yeah. films go on and they're allowing themselves to become manipulated as well yeah and that's why guaigon was a good character as well because he's sort of going against yeah. them as well the, the living force yeah, and yeah. Sort, of, sort of thing but yeah, it's the, the second one is the one that you I do sort of forget about. It's the one where the scenes you either think of Phantom Menace because there's so much controversy or the third, Revenge of the Sith, which comes through the second, which was a great film. And then Attack of the Clones is a bit of that middle pacing, bit mm. of the slow pacing bit. In the yeah. Middle. I always think, so what did you think about the Yoda and Dooku thing? <laughs> the, so the way, and I'll let you go first. Cause I'm probably gonna have a Again, opinion. I was excited to see Yoda being a badass Yoda. Um, again, he's such a different Yoda to the originals because yeah. he's not decrepit. and I mean, he's still old. hundreds of years old yeah. at this point, but he's still got some fight in him and he's using his powers and showing what the Jedi could be. They could be this powerful as this little little green dude that is somewhere is, cool, though, is that force power or is that species like what 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 balance is that? I think it's for I think it's force power. I think they do say so imbined with the with the force because we don't know anything about this species. no not at all um there's only you only see two of them you see yoda and yodel the yodel no. yodel yaddle yaddle yep, yeah think, yeah yeah and then you also see et in this one don't you you do yeah uh yeah was that number one there is it is there is, there is, there is with all the pods yeah it? Is, Big is, man is, <laughs> it could, it could be yeah. this one as well because that's this is uh episode two is the one where he gets given the power, isn't he? They yeah. pass yeah, that. Yeah, they pass yeah that it's, it's when they're in the, the commons bit. And then, yeah. mm. So, what do you think about Badass Yoda? I, I, and the fight. Um, Chris, Chris, you're in favour of it. I, I liked it, yeah. yeah. I think at the time, I liked it. Um, I think you can't, that kind of where he kind of pulls the cloak and it just he just kind of force pulls the lights. I think, yeah, you're a badass. You are. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what you're doing. Um, as an adult? <laughs> as an adult, it, I think it looks... Still good. I think it's a bit cringe. Uh, uh, good. No, I think again it kind of relies too much on the CG and it... yeah. But if you go and watch like the Clone Wars series, mm. he does that. They the consistent. He consistently does. He bought no, yeah, own. he's consistently that, but it works much better in a cartoon. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It just. It... But I liked it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh shit! Hated everything about it. <laughs> 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 it was like oh we're gonna sit me brother, i remember this me and my brother i sat down there watching it and we're like oh he's gonna do it he's gonna do it he's, he's, he's gonna do it and it happened and to be fair it's, it's a nice little scene yeah all right but then he picks up his cane and carries on hobbling off 
Right. So it's like this doll dosing fucker, right, is getting all these <laughs> benefits. When everyone else arrives, like, oh, no, got to get me walking stick back out. Don't want them to report me. Right. Yes, you can tell me he's imbued with the force as much as you bloody want. Right. I don't care. Don't do a false run. I don't care. <sighs> right. The CGI doesn't work. It does not work. He's there jumping around and flapping around like he's, I don't know, just won an Olympic like he's gold. Like a Jedi like he should be. Like, yeah. he's, like he's just won an Olympic gold in the, I don't know, the, the horse, whatever. And he's a gymnast and he's doing all this, which is fine. But it doesn't work. Where else is he going to fight him? He has to boing about the place. He's like two foot. Yeah, but he has to boing about the place. He could force run around him. Oh, yeah, like a tornado. Then, like, not just <laughs> run round because he's about the right height and just whack at his heel. Yeah. Because it, that's it, like... It just, it, one, it could have looked better. And It looked badass. No, no, as in, it doesn't... It, yeah. um, but also, if he didn't have the walking stick, it'd have made way more sense. Yeah, but that's why the fight was so good because he drops the stick and like Nobody, super Saiyans up. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a Saiyan. Like, you know, I mean, like it is that. It's like if he just not had the stick and it would have been like a pattering old man, like around without the stick. Yeah, perfect. And then it'd have been like, okay, so all I'm doing is conserving energy. You know, if I need it, that's fine. But I've got a walking stick, and I'm, I'm every time I move, I'm like, Arr. Arr. like every time I move, I do. When my knees, you know, when I stand up, my knees go. That's fine. But then are you going to bounce around like that? No, it's like the old like kung fu movie tropes, like the drunken master yeah. who's like fumbling about all over the place when it comes his time to fight. Well, I didn't realise Jedis to... were liars. <laughs> <laughs> he calls Fucking... on the force and it gives him strength for liars. It's it's I I think it adds to it. I know it I know what you're saying. It's he's got a limp and then he's boinging all over the place. Yeah. But it adds to it and he drops the cane. That's to something. Pulls out the lightsaber and he becomes the badass. It's it was great for me. It still and is. And to be I fair, let's it. be honest, that lightsaber looks like it's the same size as my little finger. Yeah, it's a smaller lightsaber. And That's why it's even more hands. impressive. He kicks ass with a pint-sized lightsaber. You can't well, have a giant one because he's got. It's no, you can't have you can't have a normal one. But I'm just saying, it, it doesn't look to scale. It is to scale. Um, okay. There's uh, there's. There's so many books explained. I'm going to force run away from here in a second. How they set the length of the lights. Same. Let's be, let's be honest. It's probably the weakest film on the budge. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I know it is. It's a toss-up between episodes 8, oh, eight no, and this let, one. Let, let, let's move on. So we've done this. Return of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, sorry. Hang on two seconds. So is there anything else we're missing from that film? Because it's not a good film. So it's not a bad film. Me. I think it's just paced awfully badly. Because you've got I, you've got a whole war, use of the Jedi, and most have, of it is just talking. We've, we've only spoken about the whole Anakin going off and rescuing his mom, and, and let's be honest, the dialogue in two is the worst. I hate Sam. <laughs> I hate Sam. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Well, don't walk on Brighton Beach then. Like man, that's awful. I'll get in your toes and, and then go in the water and come out stuck to you. Yeah, it's it. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of moments. And if he'd have forced Ran, he'd have got there quicker. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm going to jump in there. And when you, you've mentioned pace, and I've got a real big issue with the pacing of most of the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, I, I've said I've said already that I thought Anakin was too young in the the first. It was fine as a film, and I get that. But then, in in two, we've kind of got him in that kind of emo, emo-y phase yeah, the, where he's falling in phase, love, yeah, yeah. but then he's a bit like, a bit emotional, he's lost his mind, and, and again, I get, I get that, and then in 
um, Revenge, no, Revenge Re- of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, he his change is far too quick for me because he he's kind of in that he's he's a bit of a he's a galactic war hero, isn't he? At the start yeah. of that film. Him and Obi Wan are like, you know, um, Maverick and Goose. They're like the the They're the generals the and commanders yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then especially if you look into like the expanded stuff with the the Clone Wars, like yeah. they are they're the respect. You know. Yeah, they are the leaders of that whole thing. Um, and then he he kind of he's still kind of palling around with um, Palpatine, and he wants his place. And he, is it getting a bit arrogant? And we've seen that arrogance before, so. We get that he wants a place on the the Jedi Council, and yeah. he he thinks he deserves that. And then they kind of like undermine him and say, "Well, you can sit on the council because so and so said." Um, but we're we not, don't grant you the rank of master. We don't grant you the rank of master. So again, that kind of uh, annoys him a little bit. So I can get this kind of bubbling. His 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 anger leads to hey, you know, yeah. that kind of. Um, but then at the point where it hits the fan, and he realizes that um, Palpatine is the Sith. Yeah. He straight away he runs back to the Jedi Temple. He's like, Mace Window, he's the Sith. Yeah. So they go off to ta- and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's like, No, you need to he needs to stand trial. He needs to stand trial. And then actually, no, I'm now gonna go and murder children. No. Like that turn, it just doesn't sit it right do- for me and it never has. It does when you watch it back, because that bit it? where it, it does, because all the way through, the, like I said, the Jedi are being shown by the by the Chancellor to be wrong, and he's filling in his head with him, with him saying how wrong they are, how manipulative the, the Jedi are becoming. He's getting his head filled with all that stu- all the all the things we've he's been lied to his whole life. Yeah, yeah. And then when his whole thought is, we're supposed to make uh, even the baddest of people stand trial because that is the fair thing to do, and one of the biggest Jedi comes in and says, no. His head is then going, actually, Palpatine is right. The Jedi are the wrong way of doing things. I can't believe I've listened to all this. Hence why he's chucked out the window. But yeah, I do agree from the from that moment to child slaughter is a little bit quick. <laughs> it's, kind, it's kind of like it goes in that split second, right? In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Right, so, so I was wrong. Better kill a load of kids. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Oh, not even like I've just killed Windu. Um, don't think I'm getting on the council now. Yeah. Well, if I, I'm, it's it's kind of like when you're in GTA, when you get like two stars, you're like, fuck it, might as well get five. <laughs> might as well get the rocket launcher out and go for everyone. <laughs> might as well get the tank and just kill a load of people. It is a bit of a jump. I'm not gonna lie. So if I'm not even a force jump either, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm gonna kind of. If I could, and if I could go back and I could kind of make amends and do the edits that like George Lucas wanted to do and all that kind of nonsense, um, I kind of see, looking at Kylo Ren, and I know I'm kind of jumping, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see his kind of emotional turmoil mm-hmm. more how I'd expect Anakin's to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And as I say, if Anakin was a, a little bit old, like, not even a little bit older, but kind of played it that, that inner turmoil, it would probably be more understandable. Yeah, because he doesn't get personally betrayed too much. No. Just his ideals get a bit wronged and like everything he thought was right was turned upside down a bit in that split moment. Yeah, but where Kylo Ren, he you can actually see his uncle I, tries to murder him in his sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get that. So, so he, you <laughs> know, that, things have happened. 
so that hatred's there and you you know he does he does love and respect his dad but yeah. then he can't like he, you can see that struggle yeah. in him whereas and this is probably down to um, hayden christensen's acting more so than i i don't know but i i feel that um adam driver yeah i think he portrays great he's just great actor yeah, yeah more so than hayden does yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, I, he is anakin at the end of the day he's all i think even if you replace him with a different actor i don't think it would be the anakin we know and love no no I'm not, I'm not i'm not saying that um it's just i, I can understand yeah that again there's plot points that i've said and i'll say it again that we just nod and smile and like you said he's gone from slightly pissed off and evil to child murderer <laughs> yeah in the I, I, fe- I feel like that entire prequel trilogy could have been six films it's a bit yeah, it's, yeah the pacing goes slow 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 evil pure evil the sith yeah very, very quickly yeah yeah still good though still very good <laughs> <laughs> still love it and I think again, some of the characters just get done dirty, like some of the, yeah. Um... Who gets done dirty for you then? So the one of my favourite Jedi is uh, Kit Fisto, um, the, the green guy with the tentacles. Like it does a little bit in Attack of the Clones, but then goes to Palpatine's office, and him and about three or four of the Jedi are killed with one, literally one spinny. Spinny yeah, twirl. and you think the these are Jedi masters? These these yeah. are on the council, aren't they? Most of these yeah. ones, and and they know they're about to conf- confront a Sith, so they've got to be on, on the game, gutted within like nah. seconds. I, I mean, it's good to show Palpatine's power, but I would have liked to have seen more of a fight there. Yeah. So, um, what we'll do now? I think we'll we'll pause it here because we've still got. Three more th- films to do, and yeah, we, we need to do a, a deep dive on this because we need to talk more about the younglings and and Padme's death and things the like that. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot we need to talk about on this film so alone. I think we'll continue this in part two, and we'll, I agree. We'll reconvene. I'm excited to, for part two to come. That leaves yeah. it on a nice cliffhanger for season two as well. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. We've been the nerds in pajamas. This is glowing the dark. Don't force one anywhere. <laughs> What's this there?